This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hi, guys. Testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, one, hey, two. Can, can I... I'm going I'm to write something down for you, Justin. Yep. Give me a pen. One of you... Thank okay. you so much, my darling. One of you what? What were you going to call us? Friends of mine. Mm. Well. Okay. It's wow. a company. It's a company name and their product. You want me to read this out? Yes, I do. Y- you sure? Yes, I am. We're not allowed to do that, are we? Yes, we are. Okay. It's, it's the internet. We do what we want. It's the, it, it's lawless. It's like the Wild West. Okay, hand over. Oh yes, yes. Tree ball mints. Correct. Yes, hey. thank you. Have you ever heard anyone call them treble? Only absolute idiots. Say hello to Shags. Oh, Shags. Seriously? Well, that's how it's spelled. Shags, I'm going to have to ask you, these things in front of our faces, they amplify our voices. So if you speak into it, then we can hear you. Yeah, Uh, that's how it's spelled, though. It's T-R-E. If it was T-R-E, then it would be... Let me stop you there. You have let down geezers, not just in beds, (laughs) hearts and bugs, not just in the UK, but worldwide. Oh, okay. Okay? Sorry. You've shamed your genitalia. Seriously, no. If you're going to call it Trevor, you don't deserve to have one. What I do with that is, you're right. Chop it yeah. off, and then I'd stick it in a polo. <laughs> okay. We'll keep it cool. I could say something there. You could, couldn't you? Uh, yeah. Probably unless uh, you don't. Yeah, mate. yeah. I was going to say okay. measurements. Now, <laughs> welcome to this week's podcast. Um, uh, today, the role of Catherine Boyle is played by the Shagatola. Hello. The Shagster. That's me. Don't start. Don't. Oh, the Shagmeister General. I was enjoying that. Of course you were. Yeah. You've not deserved it. Oh, You've okay. not earned it. Mm. Kelly's written the script. Thank you, Kelly. You are welcome. I am. Um, Dealey's brought the swag. Thank you. And I, need, I really need a poo. I've okay. needed one since um, six o'clock this morning, and I've just not. Mm, I thought you seemed more bouncy. Yeah. Mm. We're gonna end, we're gonna go into the script. I'm gonna play the part of Ian, the presenter. Mm. Justin, who are you playing today? Uh, myself, J Dog. Okay, Kelly, you're going to be playing the trumpet. <laughs> that guy, that, that guy is so crazy. And Shags, you're playing the part of. I'll be the Shagster. No, no, no. Said it already, Catherine. mate. What? Catherine. Catherine. Oh yeah, I'm Catherine, aren't I? Sorry. Okay, here we go. It's, um, I've not got my um, computer. Well, I have it's on my lap, but it's packed up. Oh. I mean, no, it's not broken. I've packed it away. Yeah, I can see. So I can't play any theme music. So imagine some theme music. Hi there. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Ian Lee. (laughs) It's basically the boob, the bum, the neck, and indeed the perineum of my show. It's the best bits. Here's the gist of Monday's show. Bear with me, guys. Hang on a sec. Give it with me. We'll do the show in a second. This is the Vodafone voicemail service for... Oh, it's tempting, isn't it? Eight, six. It's tempting to let the number go. I got the wrong fader there. The that was close. The tone. Mm. When you finish recording, please hang up or press the hash key for more options. Morning, Kelly. It's Ian Lee here. Um, just wondered if you were going to, I don't know, come in for work or anything this morning. It's ten past six. Um, be really handy. If you did, as it's quite a busy morning, and as you know, Kath isn't here, so, um, you know, just, we're here until nine, so rock up any time you want. Is that all right, my darling? Thank you so much. Ta-ta. 
Deary me. If you want to uh, be Kelly this morning, you can. 03459 455 555. Let's go to Shaggy, who's producing this week. Good morning, Shags. Good morning. Shags, uh, how many phone calls have we got? Uh, none. Why? Uh, why, have we got no, why have we got no phone calls? Is it my fault? Yep. Yeah, uh, who sat... Daily, he just asked, uh, is it his fault? Wow. Who sat by the phones? Oh, it's my fault. That it? guy. Yeah. Right? That guy. I'm really quite, you know, friendly to talk to. You're too friendly, and that's the problem. Well, since, yeah. um, <laughs> since, and I can't mention any names on air, so I'm going to say these names all off air. Since, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> we're not allowed to be too friendly. Yeah, you've got a good point there. Yeah, well, that, you're not even allowed to have a good point anymore. Sorry, you're sorry. not allowed to have a good touch, that's, a good that's point. That's outrageous. Exactly. We have to stand, we have to salute. <laughs> Prince is in the building. Yes, Morning, Prince. Is. Morning, Prince. He's <laughs> Prince is um, out. He's our temporary cleaner at the moment. Yep. He's our temporary cleaner. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, to be honest, I think he's an he's a top bloke. He yep. comes in and the thing is, he looks like a geezer. Mm-hmm. Comes on on a little foldaway girl's bike. Yes, yes, which he is, does. I think has to be respected. <laughs> we'll get Prince on the show a bit later on. Maybe. Maybe Prince could be Kelly. I don't know if you've noticed, Kelly yeah. Betts has not turned up for work. No, I, I am more than willing. Yeah. Um, your name's above the door. Yeah. Tell you what to play it. Yeah. Um, I've got a satellite truck. Haven't got a radio car anymore. No. I've got a satellite truck. Oh, fancy. Yeah, I can take it to a house if you want and yeah. uh, go and wake her up. It's up to you. Yeah, go and do that. And uh, let's hope that nothing serious has happened. If it yeah. has, <laughs> if it has, we're great radio. Our normal cleaner is a guy called Malcolm. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I like Malcolm. It's my dad's name. He's a nice guy. He's been uh, usurped, nay, replaced recently by a young lad who comes in, and uh, his name is Prince, and Prince is uh, funky. Prince, you, uh, you're joining us. You're replacing Kelly Betts this morning. How's it feeling? Wow. Amazing. Is it, <laughs> amazing. It, 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 does it feel amazing? Do you yeah. do you feel that this could be the turning point for your life? Um, probably, yeah. Okay. Why not? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Prince. Um, how old are you? Oh. And what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm 22. Oh, he's a boy. Yeah. He's a boy. Whole life ahead of him. How old are you, Shags? Uh, 27. Oh, for crying out loud, oh. I'm working with children. <laughs> I hope I'm getting paid extra for childcare. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up, Prince? Well, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm like an accountant finance student, so probably working with... He's got more brains than you and me put together! Uh-oh. Flippin' heck! <laughs> All right, let's see if you'd be any good at accountancy. Um, six times nine. Six times nine. Whoa. That should be... This isn't looking good. This is mm. not... You're, you're, I'm afraid. No, not the multiplication type, because in accounting we don't like... Do those kind of stuff. Okay. You normally do income statements. Okay, I earn, supposing I earn £120,000 a year, um, how much tax do I have to pay? Probably 10% of that. I want you as my accountant. This guy guy is better than my accountant. (laughs) I want you as my accountant, Prince. Who's been the, uh, the, the, the rudest presenter that you've met here at BBC Three Counties Radio? Has there been someone really nasty? Nick Coffer or, or Jonathan Vernon-Smith or Justin Dealey? Mm. They've been rude to you? Justin, has Justin Dealey been rude to you? Because I can probably put in a claim. Everyone, everyone seems to be quite nice, yeah. Really. Okay. They seem... This is the thing about the BBC. They seem to be quite nice, <laughs> Prince. They seem to be quite nice. But deep down, they're not. Listen, I will let you get back to your cleaning duties. You're a very good sport, and I appreciate you coming in. One final question. Yep. Do you know who Chris Froome is? Chris Froome. Chris Froome. Bearing in mind, you came to work on a bicycle this morning. Yep. Do you know who Chris Froome is? Not really, but 
because it's a bike kind of thing. Is he a bikey guy or something? He's a bikey guy! <laughs> i tell you what, this guy has got one of the strongest vibes I've ever <laughs> witnessed and experienced at the BBC. I love Prince. Prince, listen, I've, we, we've decided we're going to make this gig permanent if you want. All right. You happy yeah. with that? Yeah. Prince is the temporary cleaner. <laughs> we're quite happy to... Sorry? Sorry? Who's this guy? What, what's go this? Oh, Kelly's said this is this is Prince. He's the oh. new you. Oh. So you were late by an hour. Yeah. So Prince is gonna. Prince, go on. Prince, so, say, Prince, say. I don't clean. Yeah, I think no. you should. You look disgusting. Yeah, that should be. Prince, a... say something funny. Show her how it's done. Go on. Just say something funny like you did earlier. Go on. Go on. Mm. Go on. Prince. She's cute. You, ah, that, yeah. ah, <laughs> You are a legend, <laughs> Prince. Sorry, Kells, you've been replaced. You've been usurped. We don't need you no more. Ta-ta. Now, am I correct in thinking that's when you didn't bother turning up for work? It's when I was late. I did bother turning up, well, eventually. You you bothered me by... First day, Shags, producing a radio show. Yeah. It's a big uh, day. It was a big, big... It was a Monday. Yeah. Which is a very big day. Um... Tell us how you felt when you realised your wingman, your right-hand man, your Danielson, yeah. um, I didn't bother to show up. I was lost and I was in the wilderness for a while, but thankfully, you know, with a, a person like Prince to step into the into the breach, you know, we were so fortunate. To all right, mate. All right, don't big up your part. Sorry, uh, Justin. Just ignore yes, this next bit. Yeah, here's Justin Dealey believing a massive lie. What? Don't Nothing. worry about it. I have to ex express a vested interest. I am a doctor. I'm not anymore. Thanks to what? Not the British legal system. What? I, 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 you used I, to be a doctor. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, did no you chance. not know that? No. I promise you, hand on heart, I did not know that. I I used to be a doctor, and then there was a what the, a GP, a doctor of what? I was a, I was a, a paediatrician. So kids. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, and then there was a case, and uh, they stripped it. Um, it were, Gosh. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I thought you knew that. No, I promise you, I didn't know that. It's all on Wikipedia. Oh, well, that's a great story. <laughs> um, but also, I've got I've got relatives who work in the NHS, and I've used the NHS. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my, I've got a, a cousin who's a doctor, and my father-in-law's a doctor, uh, in various hospitals. They work flipping out for hours and hours yeah. and hours. Yeah. A game of rich poker. Oh, yeah, do you want to play rich poker? Um, yeah, go on then. Okay. You start. Big Richard. Little Richard, Justin. Who's Big Richard? <laughs> I don't know, actually. You've got, it's got to be real people. Yeah, it's got to be real. <laughs> Isn't he from, like, Robin Hood or something? No, that's Little John. <laughs> <laughs> big Richard. I don't think there's anybody that's got the name Big as a prefix to another name. <laughs> big Daddy. Thank you, mate. Thank you. It's OK. The exception that proves the, proves the rule. Okay. It proves the rules. I'm sure there's a big Richard out there somewhere. Well, there's not. So, so right. start again. Otherwise, we'd be disqualified from your okay. own game. Um, from rags to riches. I like that. Little Thanks. Richard. Okay. Former colleague of ours and owner of a very famous hotel, Richard Williams. King Richard II. Oh, look at him oh. in the Oh, I went to school. And not only did I go to school, I paid attention. Rich. Yep, I like that one. Uh, Richmond. Okay, I'm going to give you two here in one. We, he's rich and he's a rich. Richard oh. Branson. Hey. I thought he was going to do mine. Mine's just Richie Rich. Oh! Cliff Richards. Mm, controversial. Okay. Um, ritual. <laughs> what is wrong with that? that no, I'll, I'll give you that. You, of course you can have ritual. No. Do I say ritual? 
What do, it, it's not even spelled the same. It doesn't have right, a C sorry, in it. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's ritual. Trebor. All right, yeah. Your turn, Just. Rich from five. Boom, shakalak. Slam dunk da funk. No, it doesn't count, Shags. Um, no, that one doesn't count, Shaggy. Um, that doesn't count. Do you want? Right. Tell you what, let's give him some thinking music. Let's give him a little bit of thinking music. Okay. Shags, 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 is Pritchard something? Well, yeah, it's a wrong answer. Oh, Disqualified. Go on. go on, what's yours? Richard Maidley. Oh, mate, but you're out. My turn. Oh. Richard Maidley. It's just me, me and you, Dills. Head to head. Mano and Mano. Wait, what happened to me? You said, is Pritchard something? So, I, I think it is, though. It's not in this game. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to go with <laughs> Richard Bacon. Richard Bacon. Is that Richard Bacon? Mm -hmm. Okay. Pritchard is something. So okay, I'm going to have it. Well, you can have it. In so your... I'm back in the game. What, what is it? Um, it's a dental surgery. Oh, and also, it, it, um, Harold Arthur Pritchard is a philosopher, right. so I'm it's, having it. It's my turn, and I go with Keith Richards. Have a oh. listen to this. What a convoluted link into a not I know, I, I didn't have anything else to say on it. Hellraiser Keith Richards has revealed he still often kickstarts his day smoking cannabis, age 71. The Rolling Stone legend told how he's been unable to kick his weed habit despite giving up his other vices. He admitted, I smoke regularly an early morning joint, strictly California. <laughs> Rocker Keith told Mojo magazine, one of the most pleasant things to watch is a map of America where it goes green, green, green. Whether it's good in the long run. What was I saying? Uh, you, <laughs> took this. you need one of these. Thank you, you mate. need one of these. Fantastic. Thank you very well much done. indeed. Well You've done. taken Keith Richards to the streets. Yes, uh, this picture, what in the Daily Mirror today, uh, the picture of Keith. Um, we've been out on the streets this morning asking, is this man an absolute disgrace? Still smoking cannabis every day at the age of 71. Uh, just to warn people, um, there is some slang coming up in this report. There's foul language. Uh, yeah, some foul language as well. Um, Should we? The, the, the foul language is uh, zoot. Yep. Um, f fart? Yes, yes, the F word's in there as well. And there's another word that... Uh, there's something else in there as well, yeah. Okay, guys. It's, well... it's, it's got a little bit tense out there this morning. Get, out, this your, picture. get out your swear word bingo cards. It could be... <laughs> could, someone could be a winner. We could get a full house. Let's have a listen to this. Sir, yeah. is this guy an embarrassment or a legend? He'd be an embarrassment. Smoking zoot. Smoking what? Spliff. Madam, look at Keith Rushers. Do you know who that is? Um, well, I've seen him. I bet he's one of the... Um... Oh, what group is it? I don't know. I don't really... One of the Beatles? No, not the Beatles. Uh, Searchers? No. Kinks? No. The Bachelors? No. Jerry and the Pacemakers? No. Brian Paul and the Tremolos? The Baron Knights? No, no. Um, Thin Lizzy? Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, that's the one. That's the one. We got there in the end. Uh, so that picture, seeing Keith this morning, uh, hearing about his views, is he an embarrassment? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Strong views. Thank you, madam. Take care. Richard, Keith Richards, look at the state of him. Is he an embarrassment? 
it's up to him what he does, isn't it? Really, it's his business, nothing to do with me. My life doesn't have anything to do with him, and his life has nothing to do with me. So, end of the day, who gives a monkey's what some old fart does in their own time? He's walking around. If he's if he's walking around the street smoking it, yeah, yeah. then do something about it. But the the old bill and the government and the courts need to do jack about him smoking weed. Keith at seventy one. What a mess. <laughs> Absolutely. He's still smoking cannabis every morning. So he says. Is that man an embarrassment? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. You can say, isn't it? <laughs> so, what do you think about this picture of Keith here? Very bad. Very bad. It shouldn't. He shouldn't be doing it, not at his age. And, uh, what influence does it give to the young generation? I don't know. I mean, looking at that picture there of Keith, Keith doing his thing, what's the first thing that comes into your mind when you see a picture of Keith Richards? What, what do you think? He does look his age. He does, he really does. I'll tell you what, I think he's an idiot. He sends his best regards to you as well. <laughs> Thanks very much. Okay, thank you. 03459 455 555 weekdays between 6 and 9. That's the best way to get on my show. And if you're really good, you might make it into the podcast. Make sure you're better than these plums, though, because they didn't make it. Well, obviously, they're in the podcast. Filler. Ah, all filler, no killer. Morning, Leslie. Uh, good morning, Ian. Leslie, it's so great to hear your, your, your voice. Where have you been, thank brother? You. I've been around, like always. Yeah, round, round, get around, you get around. Get around, yeah, exactly. round, round, you get around. You get around <laughs> from town to town. You're a real cool head. You're making real good bread. You're getting bugged driving up and down the same old streets. you got to hey, find a Ian. new place. Yes, yes, Leslie. Ian, talking of bread, one of my favourite pop stars. Sorry? Bread, the group. Oh, Really? Yes. One of your favourite groups of all time is One Bread. Of my pop group, yeah, Bread, yeah. But with with the greatest of respect, aren't Bread one of the blandest groups of all time? No, the guitar man, that's brilliant. Okay, uh, I, I, do you know what? I'm genuinely, genuinely surprised. Rod Stewart, one of my favourite. This is Leslie's favourite band, and he wants to make it with you. Sing along, Leslie. Hey, have you uh, ever fantastic. You gonna sing along, Les? I don't know the lyrics. Okay, but well then, that's how much song. that's how much you like them. That's how much you like them. Maybe yes. Here we go. I know this bit. I wanna make it with you. And by make it, I think we know what he means, don't we, Leslie? Exactly. Exactly. Can I ask you a question, Leslie? Yeah, go ahead. What is it about bread that um, that is so good? The again, the band, not the sandwich. You just got fantastic voice. Yeah, isn't it? I wanna make it with you, Mr. David Gates. Uh, What have you called in for? What? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah, um, what? Um, I'm Rolling Stone. I don't understand the lyrics or the music. I only recently found out the so- the, the the lyrics for um um. It, which one is it? Which one is about um rape and murder? Which one is that? 
no it's, either, it's either Gimme Shelter or Sympathy for the Devil. Either way, it's blooming horrible. And the fact I've heard that song for the last 40 years and only recently found out the lyrics, what they mean and what they are, shows just how bad uh, Mick Jagger's... Uh, um, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of, Shags? Mind? Diction oh. is... The friction of the diction. Leslie, are you calling us from space or from Los Angeles in the 80s or something? Because there's a really weird delay between um, uh, yeah, me finishing a sentence and you being silent. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in a dodgy... I'm here in my flat. Um, I'm calling from your hotel. A, do- a dodgy area in his flat. What is that? Is that the yeah. dungeon? <laughs> He's not said no! That's the fun quotient of the podcast done. Now onto the serious bit. And this bit is actually very serious. And it's a really touching story. We spoke to the family of a woman with learning disabilities who died at the Lister Hospital in Stevenage. Um, and she told us that uh, the death was avoidable. A coroner found there was a gross failure in the care and treatment of Eileen Smith. Well, I spoke to Angela Thompson, the director of nursing at the Lister Hospital, and um, it was a little bit frustrating. How could people get it so wrong? Um, Well, that is a good question. Um, We, as an organisation, realised as soon as we got Mrs Dean's complaint letter that something had obviously gone very wrong with the care, and both myself and the medical director, Miss McHugh, made a decision to um, escalate, um, rather than do a complaint response, to do a full investigation, which is um, an independent investigation to the team that were caring for um, Eileen and clearly we found gross failings in um, the care and that is within our uh, report that we then sent to Mr and Mrs Dean um, and a lot of changes have obviously happened and um, you know I would like to take the opportunity again to apologise to Mr and Mrs Dean for those failings in care. Have you spoken to Mr and Mrs Dean? I haven't personally spoken to Mr and Mrs Dean, I'm very happy to speak to Mr and Mrs Why, Dean. Why don't you give him a phone call? Yeah, I'm very happy to do that. Give him yeah. a phone call after the show and just say, look, you know, because because I've I've had dealings not as serious as this, but I've had dealings mm. with institutions where we've been let down, vulnerable people have let down, and mm. um, you know, just a phone call would have made such a difference, such a difference. Well, a lot of staff in the trust have had personal dealings with Mr and Mrs Dean, um, and you know, personally, I haven't, but I'm very happy to do okay. so. Um, I'm sure they'd look forward to that. I'll ask the question again though: How could it go so horribly wrong? Well. There are, you know, the report is there. There are clear, clearly a number of um, issues that were okay. found. Could, could you tell them to us? Tell us how it went wrong. I'm, yeah, just trying to do that. So there was clearly a lack of escalation by the nursing staff on the observations of that day. And as um, a consequence of that, not only have we obviously um, undertaken retraining of all of the staff on that ward and um, actions have been taken against various individuals, which obviously can't go further into, um, but also we have implemented an electronic observations tool which will do an automatic escalation to our critical care outreach team. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the question again because maybe I'm being done, Angela. How could it go so hideously wrong? I know you said that the report is out there, but I'm, I'm talking to you. How could it go so hideously wrong and this, this 69-year-old vulnerable woman with communication problems uh, be, be allowed to suffer and, and die like this? How could it go so wrong? I'm trying to explain what you're, you're not with the greatest of respect you're not you're, you're telling me what's been what's what's happened as a result of that I, I would like to know how a woman like this could could die it's you know 
uh, we've investigated and we've held our hands up and, you know, I totally have acknowledged that there were gross failings in the... And what were those gross failings? Night shift. A failure to escalate the observations on that night shift to a doctor. So they were taking Eileen's observations. She was with them throughout the night and she was sitting at the nurses' station with them throughout the night. And as Mr and Mrs Dean said earlier, she was a very pleasant lady. She yeah. liked socialising and company. And that is what the nursing team found. Had they read the purple folder, they would have known... Had they read the purple folder, they would have known that um, her communication skills weren't top-notch. Why did they not? Why did they not read? Uh, okay, if you're not going to give me the specifics, I'll come in with the specifics. I, I, I'm hoping I wouldn't need to. Why did they not read the purple folder? Some of the team did read the purple folder. I cannot say whether the actual two individuals who were on that night did read the purple folder. But we, we, as a trust, in 2012, we implemented a program of improvement for patients which massively failed and, and allowed a woman to die. Why Absolutely. did they not read? Why did they not read the purple folder? I can't answer for those two individuals as to why they... You're the director of nursing. You're the director of nursing. Maybe I'm speaking to the wrong person. Who should I be speaking to that knows the answers then? I can't answer for two individuals. We have promoted the use of the purple folder throughout this organisation. We also work very closely with our acute liaison learning disability team who had come in on the day shift to see Eileen and her carers and the nursing team. And unfortunately, Eileen was off the ward at the time. And that should have initiated a combined care plan. And OK, why didn't, why, why, didn't that, why didn't that happen then? The combined care plan? Because the acute learning disability liaison nurses, when they came in, Eileen was off the ward and they didn't come back. That nursing team is employed by social services. Ah, Angela, very, very, very nice passing of the buck. I'm not trying to pass. Well, no, you are. You are. Let's focus. Let's focus on this. We know that the staff didn't read the purple folder. Why didn't they? That seems like a basic to me. Absolutely. It is. Why didn't they read it? They should have read it. No, no. Why didn't they? I can't answer for two individuals. We You're the director of nursing. Have you spoken to these two individuals? The two individuals no longer work in the trust. Is that because of this? It is because of this, yes. OK. So uh, you can... Uh, but you didn't ask them why they didn't read the purple folder? It would have been questioned at the appropriate hearing, but I really cannot get into... No, it's only, it's only a vulnerable 69-year-old woman that died. You're right, let's not get too specific. Uh, the staff bleeped the wrong number. Yes, they did. And we have put in place a new electronic rotor watch so that it is oh. very clear what number out of hours to bleep. It how was did they? Clear how did they? Well, you're saying it was really clear. How could they bleep the wrong number? They used a day bleep instead of the out of hours bleep number, and they should have escalated. So when no one responded, responded when they met, when no one responded when they bleeped yeah. the wrong number, so they just thought, ah, oh, well, never mind. Absolutely, and that's why they no longer work in the organisation. Okay. Junior nurses made incorrect notes, which were misleading? No, there was one retrospective amendment, and you can make retrospective amendments, and that's in the Nursing Midwifery Council guidance, but what the nurse should have done, and she held her hand up to this at the inquest, what she should have done is said it was a retrospective um, amendment, and she didn't. She just amended a note or added, made an addition to the note, which she should have put written in retrospect against, and she didn't, and she has acknowledged Well, that. as long as she's put her hand up, it doesn't matter about an old woman dying, does it? It wasn't 
I don't think you'll find a consequence or a cause of death. No, but the other, the other, the other events, the other events were the death was avoidable, wasn't it? If if there hadn't been such a massive cock up. What our in what our investigation found, and what the coroner found, is that there is a possibility right. that the death was avoidable. Gosh. It is very difficult to say. Yeah, of course. That a death. Yeah, yeah, of course. But there was a possibility the death could have been avoided. That that's Absolutely. um that's and awful, isn't it? That's awful. It we, is. we 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 go to hospital and we send our vulnerable uh, relatives, you know, elderly and young, and people with communication problems when they're at the, the, the their weakest and the most vulnerable, and we hope they'll be looked after. And yet there is there is a series of of cock ups and mistakes that that possibly led to to a sixty nine year old woman's death. Absolutely, and the trust have acknowledged that, and we have a large program of work because this is a fundamental fundamentally about basic care and it is basic care that we want to get right but what I don't want is for patients out there with a learning disability or any other patient to be worried about coming into this hospital as a consequence of this interview we have put in place a lot of changes well well, well, hang on a second hang on a second they won't be no 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 I'm not letting you have that one they won't be worried about putting uh, vulnerable patients into hospital because of this interview if they are worried it will be because a 69 year old vulnerable patient died and there is a possibility that that death could have been avoided if the staff at your hospital had followed the correct procedure. Absolutely. So please don't please don't bl- blame this interview for making people anxious. It's 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 the death of Eileen Smith and let's use her name. It's her death that might make people a little bit nervous. And that's what I'm trying to say though is that the trust have put in place a number of changes that have radically changed systems and processes to stop a number of those things that went wrong for Eileen to not go wrong in the future. Uh, Why was it so hard for the family to pursue this with the coroner? The coroner had had information about Eileen's death and had made an initial decision that there would not be an inquest. When Mm. we do an investigation report, as we did when we got the complaint letter, that is usually shared with the coroner. But in this case, the coroner had already made a decision not to undertake... Well, the hospital wasn't willing to assist and didn't forward the serious case review to the coroner. We weren't asked to. We would very happily have done that. Well, surely it's just... Oh, come on, come on now. Surely it's just a matter of course, Angela. Leslie Dean, who's mourning her aunt, has had to do all the running around herself. We will review our processes and And I I would I really hope lessons will be learnt. A lot of lessons have been. I learned. bet they have. Isn't it a shame it takes the death of a woman for lessons to be learned, Angela? You really... I don't understand why you, you don't just come on and say, do you know what, we, we completely ballsed up uh, and there is a possibility that that woman would still be alive if we um, had, had done things properly. I, I'm just I, hearing I a lot of I fudging. Have, I think I have acknowledged that. I said at the beginning of this that we did an investigation which found gross failures of nursing care. That is an acknowledgement that there were gross failings in the care of Eileen Smith, which I am very happy to hold my hand up to, but it's not just good enough to say that, is it? Because we have to make changes to make sure that that doesn't happen again and we minimise the risks of that ever are you confident that this? Are you confident that these mistakes, either as a whole or individually, won't happen again? Because it's basic stuff, it's really basic stuff, isn't it? It was basic stuff. So are you happy that it won't happen again? I am very confident that we will continue as an organisation and a nursing body in this hospital to do absolutely everything in our power to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Oh, my stomach's rumbling. Shut, oh, shut up, Shag. Where are your life stories? Stomach. Oh. Eat something with your mouth. Eat a yeah. treble. <laughs>
Here's Margaret. Oh, Lord Sewell. That guy, I mean, wow. really, what a naughty, naughty man. So naughty. Here's Margaret talking about him. I think we should give the bloke a medal. I mean, if that's all the dirt they can find on him, he hasn't been fiddling with children. Um, he hasn't murdered anybody. He hasn't um, fiddled his taxes. I'm sure if he was doing any of that, they would have found that. If that's all the dirt they can find on him... I mean, look at the people he mixes with in Parliament. They probably tried to persuade him to do some right dodgy things. And if that's the only thing they found him to do... Give the bloke a medal. And I'm not, and I, for, I'm not for one second, Margaret, saying I condone or approve or, or, or disapprove of what he did. He, he did it in the privacy of his own home. Has no impact on my life whatsoever. Couldn't care less. And I feel sorry for him because we've all done, you know, we've all got weird things that get us going. We've all done odd things or things that we wouldn't... Imagine a picture of you, Margaret, on the front page of all the newspapers in an ill-fitting... Well, well, I don't know, Margaret. I'm sure you're... But imagine that. You walk into your newsagents and you're on the front page of the newspaper in your pants and you're on, you're on um, daytime television in your pants and you're in your... it, It's humiliating, isn't it? No-one deserves that. Well, the thing is, where he worked, it's a cesspit of, cesspit of corruption. And if that's all he's tainted with... Well, he don't seem such a bad bloke, does he? Margaret, thank you very much indeed. There we go. Do you feel sorry for Lord Shield? I put forward the idea that actually he's been a bit of a numpty. And we all. And we all, really. Haven't we? Um, but what, what a shining example he set to the youth of today. He got caught. Within two days, he put his hands up and went, I'm really sorry, I resign. How many other lords and MPs and public figures... And councillors, councillors, flipping it, that drag it out for months. You're right, Just. Mm. You're going a bit quiet, mate. Just waiting for you to, to speak. I'm not waiting on a lady. I'm just waiting on a friend. Oh, yes. Good link. Thank you. The Rolling Stones. Remember we played that Keith, Keith Richards bit about ten minutes mm-hmm. ago? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Rolling Stones were signed bands. Mm. Sorry, Kells. You probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did an unsigned. I love the fact, right, that Kelly presents, or Kelly produces, um, and is the brains behind um, you know, BBC Introducing on a Saturday night. It's only an hour long in this region because of, 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 of politics and also because all the lads are cheering, get Richard Spendlove in. Um, so, we, so we get to listen to we get more of him, which is great. Mm. So I'm glad you're in an hour. But they're unsigned bands. Um, a lot of them, I'll be honest, are untalented bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you've got this thing now that she can't listen to bands that have got recording contracts. Yeah, because I did a programme about uh, famous signed bands. Mm. So there's a little bit of beef there because I play the bands I don't that know everyone why loves. There and, is and you, beef, well, though. There is beef. It's a competition. Can I just say, it's not it's a competition. Music music. It's Guys, totally different. We're both supporting no, Can music. I just say, no, even, even Gary Barlow and the Beatles were unknown once. That is true. That is true. But I'm giving you content for the future. This texter got right on my nerves this week. But in the dark, I see the light. In the bad, I see the good. This is nice. In your text of abuse, I see a phone in. The texter whose phone number ends 7850. Jog on. Jog on, you sad sack. (laughs) <laughs> second time we've done this story this morning. Second text they've sent in boring. Well, do you know what? Jog on, if, if, loser. That, 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 person, to my show. that person 
go back and listen on the iPlayer to yeah. the parent we heard from earlier on because yeah. it was too graphic to play at this time. Go back and listen to that uh, because we're that, talking no, about... No, 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 do it. Won't get, that person won't get it. That person's well, a do. selfish idiot that just wants me to sit here and talk about... Um, what, what have you turned your seven-inch records into? Have you ever, which actually is quite a good phone-in. Jot that down. We'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> what have you turned your seven... Have you, have you made a bowl? If you, yeah. if you could turn... Uh, here we go, actually. This is yeah, quite good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for this. <laughs> if you could turn any seven-inch record mm. into a, a bowl, yeah. which record would you, would you use and what would you eat from uh, it? I'll tell you what. How about... Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Thank you. Rupert right. Holmes, the Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah, come on. I listened to the lyrics of the Pina Colada song. Genius. Because it, it's about, it starts off. You hate the guy. Yeah. You hate the guy because he's 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 cheating on his wife, mm. right? Because he's got he's got bored with his lady. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he meets this other meets this person in the thing. You know who it turns out to be. Come on. It's his lady who put the advert. <laughs> what an unhappy, dysfunctional relationship those two are involved in. Stitched. The peanut. The, the what's it called? It's the peanut colada song. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Um, what song would I? And what would you have? What would you eat in it? Would you, would you have a peanut colada? Um, no. It? Do you know what the new beats? Bread and butter. And what would you eat in it? Um, I would put my um, I would put my bread and butter in that bowl. Phones are actually going mental for this. All right, I'll, oh, okay. In that case, if I, if I had to uh, seven inch record and into a bowl, um, oh, musical youth, past the duchy. Get in there. And I'd use it for my dog ends. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would yeah. use it. I would use it for uh, my rice and pea and thing. Yeah. yeah. Legend. 03, 03459 four double five five double five. If you had to melt a record into a bowl, which record would it be? And what would you eat from it? Florence and the Machine, Mumford and Sons, Ed Sheeran. What am I reading here? Just some of the artists who are helped by BBC introducing. What? How did you sneak that one in? Oh, I see why. Because this is uh, she's yeah, she's right. Yeah. A bit like this. Now, Serene um, <clears throat> Serene Jean. Yeah. Right. You rejected her from BBC introducing. She's not local. You found that after oh. you'd rejected her. Yeah. 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 Listen, listen, we played... I tell you what, let's have a listen to, the, let's have a listen to it. Protest songs, we are asking this morning, has music ever actually changed anything? And by that, I mean a specific political aim. I don't mean, you know, bringing black and white together and stuff like that. We all know that that was um, done when... That, that, the problem of, of, of races not integrating was solved by um, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson doing Say, Say, Say. Uh, <laughs> and then just to cement that, um, they did it again with um, another song. What was the other song they did together? Uh, that was um, The Girl Is Mine. Don't waste your time because the goddamn girl is mine. No, 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 she's mine. Not neither I'm one of those. I love her, not a fighter. All right, Justin, I know you are, mate. Calm down. <laughs> not enough just this morning. OK, protest songs. What have songs yes. ever changed? We've been sent this. What's her name? Floppy Gay? <laughs> Serene Jean. Serene Jean. We've been sent this. <laughs> now, listen, the... the the production techniques to one side, that harmonica kicks in, but just just get just get to the word get to the words. Yeah. Um don't bore us, get to the chorus. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that's laughing, well, hang on a minute, what have you what have you done to try and change the world, you yeah. suckers? Here we go. Ignorance, immoral, self-important thugs. Yeah, we wouldn't say it to their face, would you? Comprise <laughs> the so-called Islamic state. They casually murder other people. Spoiler alert. These uneducated subhumans live a life of hate. These ISIS infidels are the devil's children. 
They besmirch the name of Islam as they do their harm. There we go. Catch you. Study their ugly, ugly thing posturing. They should fully, fully study, study the sacred, sacred Quran. Quran. One more time. They should, they should fully, fully study, study the sacred, sacred Quran. Quran. Now listen, and we're our tongues are slightly in our cheeks, but fair yeah. play, she's had a go yep. at trying to do something a little bit different and to change people's attitudes. Yes, absolutely. You've taken this. I genuinely think this is the sentiment and the heart behind this song. Is um, is it's all in the right place? She's in. Yeah. I mean, the, the notes might not be, but but her heart <laughs> is completely in the right place. What's her name? Floppy Gravy. Yep. <laughs> You've taken it to the streets, Just. What's the yes, vibe? Yes, I've taken Floppy I'm Gravy. there's a lot of love for this. Yeah, well, I've taken uh, Floppy Gravy onto the streets uh, via my Ghetto Blaster this morning. Uh, I've been playing it to the people to get their reaction, what do they think, and also, will the message get across? Yep. Uh, some, uh, some interesting vibes out there. Here's what happened. Diane, I'm playing it on the streets this morning on my Blaster. You've heard Ian play it as well today on the way to work. What do you think? Will the message be taken seriously? No, not at all. Just sounds like a load of noise. No, it's rubbish. There's a message in there. She sounds like a prat. It's it's if it was serious, yeah, but it's not. It is. She sounds like a prat. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, horrible. That's pretty nasty feedback. I can't help it. It's just nasty. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. It, no one, no one will listen to what she's saying because she sounds so awful. I mean, it's on Amazon for eight quid, that's a bargain. I won't be buying it. What's your name, Princess? Irene. Irene, what do you think about this? It's horrible. Sounds horrible. Raymond, this is the new anti-Islamic state song. Do you think the message will get across? Yeah, it's better than Taylor Swift. Dan, what do you think about this, uh, this tune? Pretty nice. Out of 10, how would you score it? About eight. Thanks for your time, Dan. Thank you. Yes. Very mixed, Justin, but actually yeah. quite a lot of positivity for that. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, we, we could have had more voices on there. People just saying, yes, I think it's fantastic. But I, we like to mix things up. No, Certainly, honesty. It, you know, uh, we, we like honesty on the BBC. Uh, we have to do honesty on the BBC. Unfortunately. I, I, yes, unfortunately. I would say there is a 60-40 split there. 60% saying they hate it, but 40% Fine. saying, do you know what? In actual fact, yes, I'm not a particular fan of the tune, but yeah. there is a message there, and yes. fair play to her for trying. And that's the thing, isn't it? There is, you know, you, whether you like the tune or not, Kind of irrelevant. It gr trust yeah. me, it grows on you, um, <laughs> uh, like a fungus. No, it grows on you, like a fungus. No, it does grow on you, but like a fungus. It grows on you, um, but it's the message, isn't it, behind the behind the song that is the key yes. thing. That basically, the Islamic State are a, bu a bunch of nut jobs. I would like yeah. her to go and I would pay top dollar to see her um, uh, do that from Syria. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And that's the point, isn't it? No, you know what? What have you? What have you done, Justin? What have I done? What have any of us done? Yeah. Really, in the face of Islamic State? Nothing. So absolutely nothing. Justin, thank you very much indeed. Kelly, her name was—is it Ben Dave? Serene Jean. Serene Jean. And you can buy this, you know, just like on... There's, there's also, yeah, it's an album and there's a song on there um, called Splash about her cat. £8.85. Funny name for a cat. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. I knew that you would like that. That was good. Mm. Um, I don't feel we had enough of it, though, throughout the week. So I'm just going to pick a number, Justin, any number between um, 1 and 17. I'm going to pick number number 7. We're going to play a Wavy Stick Poker. Is that her name? Yep. Okay. So we're gonna we've got our CD here. <laughs> we're gonna play poker. 
Would you like to poke her? Yes. Okay, well then say, I poke Serene Jean. I'd poke Serene Jean. Here we go. Let's listen to what you've poked it up with. Track number seven. Here we go. Press play. This is called Inner Nature. Here we go. <clears throat> Jeez, this is seven minutes twenty-eight. Oh, I mean, be worth it. It will be worth it. Here mm. we go. We, we must, must be true, true to, our to our inner, inner nature. nature. You got the lyrics there, or do you just know the it? The purity within. <laughs> Everything we ever need is there, enabling us to grow. Mm. Okay, you lose you lose that hand of uh, Serene Jean Poker. Over to you, Shags. Okay, uh, I'll go um, number ten, please. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, mate, you lost. Oh. Kelly, your turn. I want Splash. Well, bizarrely, what guys. What track is Splash? That track number ten. Hey. Number ten, please. There we go. Oh. This is Splash. She recommended this as being a good song that we could play on the radio. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, it's five and a half minutes long. Perfect. Oh, no, I think I've just played... Oh, no, this they all sound... Yeah, oh. they, yeah, they all sound the same. OK. Enjoy. Serene Jean and Splash, based on a real story of her having a wee in a men's toilet and somebody coming in. She thought the bar was empty. It was. But she was unlucky. Splash by Serene Jean. Cautionary tale of urinating in the toilets of the opposite gender. My name is Splash. <laughs> oh no, it's I about a cat. cat. It's about a cat, sorry. <laughs> and I was born in the room of a factory. The daily noise. Yeah, it's great stuff there, guys. Mm. Excellent stuff. We'll have more Love of it. that um, as and when. Now, um, uh, here, it's so back to the script. Yep. And scene, ready? Yep. Go. Here are some questions I asked this week. How prolific, Dennis, is your sperm? When was the last time you found a poo in an alleyway? And that's why I'm an award-winning broadcaster. And this is why this man is not. You remember that lady you had on earlier? When no. Was drying from the shower that was talking about um, who the actual alleyway. Who was drying from the shower? No, I was drying while you were talking to a lady. That I, was I've got to be honest, Brendan. Using the moisture of your body as a time uh, method doesn't really work for me. No, but you remember the lady you were talking to while I was drying. I don't know when you were drying, mate. So, again, I, that uh, really uh, is a very... Uh, I prefer to use... Ago. We've got this great system I've invented called the, the, the clock. I use that to time things. About 10, 15 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, you're the alleyways lady. Yeah. Hey, were you drying yourself off then? Yes. What a coincidence. So was I. The funny thing was, I I had spoken to her. I'd, I'd said to your lady, was the alleyway that they were using as a urinal or whatever yeah. near the Morrisons in Hitchin? Um, it's the Morrisons local. Uh, I, why, why would that be? Why, why? Because that is where the bus stop is for Bedford. Ah, uh, you're saying it's the Bedfordians? I don't know. I really have no idea. Bloody Bedfordians coming over here, peeing in our alleyways. Let's go to Bedford and let's do a dirty protest. I know. Is I'm that what you're to, saying? Because I, I can organise that. I have, to, I have to come up from, hit, from St. Neer. I think you should come down a bit, mate. But, yeah, go on. I have to come 
via Bedford to come down to Hitchin that way, because otherwise I don't get free travel. OK. And when you're travelling, are you dry or wet? Dry. Often I'm having a bottle of Coke on the route. Would you, would you ever have a small carton of Ribena? I have had... We, we buy it for our corner club discos. We sometimes buy it in large amounts. For the what? Our corner club discos. They sound like fun. Yeah. Um, well, you can't buy next... them from Tesco's anymore, mate. I know we can't. I'll have to tell May and Mike that. There Can, might about... be the fine one store that does it still in Rushton. What about Capri Sun? I don't know about that one. Umbongo? Not, not a sausage. I've never seen them or tried them. You've never tried an umbongo? You should. It's no. massive over in... Um... Oh, where is it they drink umbongo? Oh, in Zimbabwe. Uh, not Zimbabwe. In the Congo. They love it over there. We've got... We have quite... And I'm not going to say we have quite a few staff from over there. From, um, from the Congo? No, from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Well, that really is... Uh, uh, and I'm sure they're lovely people, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're really helpful. Brendan, there's great call, mate. We'll speak to you again soon. You take care. This caller must have slipped through the net at Calais. It's Katia. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. What's got a fade on it? Ah, speaking of fades on it, it's Katia. Good morning, Katia. I didn't understand the fade thing and the Katya thing. Well, that one of those one of those words is your name. So if you can't understand that, um, would you mind going back home and sending over an intelligent one? I'm, I'm not fading. Listen, yesterday for the first time. I can't hear you. You're fading. I'm not. Uh, yesterday. You're, you're fading. Yeah, she's faded. <laughs> for the first time yesterday, you made me think. She's fading. She's you faded, Katya. Speak louder. Oh. Don't shout. Oh, For the first time, what? You made me think very hard yesterday. God, blimey, I'm sorry about that. Do you have to have a lie down afterwards? <laughs> Actually, I was still thinking about it in bed. <laughs> oh, are you thinking about me in bed? Not you. The, <laughs> the topic. What was the topic? Uh, music. Has it changed anything in the world? <laughs> it's yes. a good question, isn't it? It is, definitely, and I think it has, but not for the better at all. OK, well, that's great. What, 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 how has music changed the world? Well, rubbish films, for example, yes. they've become cult because of that. Right. Like, like, yes, uh, right. the one with Darth Vader. Right. So, well, so, you've, so did you spend all day <laughs> yes. thinking about that? Because that wasn't what I was talking about. Okay. You spent all day thinking about the I wrong did. question. No, no. And if dictators didn't have music, like for example Hitler, um, well, uh, I remember I remember seeing this documentary about that. That uh, because of Wagner, probably is really well, not probably. Definitely what was? Hang on a minute. Is evil? Yes. What the hell? Yes. Was Hitler's theme tune? <laughs> what was his theme tune? Oh no, hang on, Kelly's just sent it through me. Hang on, apparently this was Hitler's theme tune. <laughs> is that was is that is that really his theme tune? You've got the image in your head now, guys, of I'm not gonna suggest it. You make up your own pictures. I wanna keep this job. 
Well, so what? I don't know. What was Hitler's music? <laughs> no, he didn't have a theme tune. He used Wagner a lot. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've really his point. Okay, so you, again, you've you've spent all day in yeah. bed, bit lazy. <laughs> There's a lot of Brits that would do that job for, um, and would do it a lot better than you. No. So you've, you spent all day in bed no. thinking about a question that I actually hadn't asked. You did ask the question. I didn't okay. ask what was Hitler's theme tune until two minutes ago. No, Kelly asked the question. No, she no one asked what Hitler's girl. theme tune was. Can we stop she's... saying Hitler on BBC Local Radio, no, please? No. She's a very clever girl. Actually. Thank... No. Well, Katia, you've just proved that you're talking nonsense. Did, no. you, did you have a point you wanted to make? Okay, thank you very much indeed. Shag's your chance to shine. Don't don't anyone say I never give um, um, young talent an opportunity. No young talent here. Mm -hmm. So uh, Shag's, you have to. You've got an opportunity. Um, Sell us the best bits from Friday's show. Uh, I'm going to blow this, aren't I? Well, I'm not. Okay, (laughs) hang on. I'll I'll put it away then. (laughs) I just had it out to cool down. Do you want to know the best bit about Friday's show? I'm not here. Oh, mate. Oh, no. yeah, sorry. Wagwan, Wagwan. I'm going on holiday. Well, you can't go on holiday. No one goes on holiday on a Friday. And also, no one advertises the fact they're going on a holiday because, they I don't know, burglars would come and rob their house. No, I've yeah. seen it. You wouldn't. Oh, OK. Yeah, totally. OK, well, um... How come you've seen it? We're mates. Shags? No, 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 just mates. Have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> you seen this? That is a weapon. Um, Mass destruction. It's it's a giant um, <laughs> it's a giant exclamation point. <laughs> uh, it's it's a bit of the new studio that someone has pulled off. I don't want to blame anybody, but Nick Coffer uses this studio, yeah, and you know right. he's got a temper of a, of the Hulk. Mm, he used to pull off quite a few things in the old building. Well, I know exactly, and that is why I'm desperately trying to get us out of um, any any trouble mm. by sticking it back on. Found something sticky, and I've, I've, I've sprayed it all over. Here's the back. some stuff on Friday. I'm looking at um, uh, at Colin Huller's Twitter feed. Can I read out some of your tweets? Oh, I don't see why not. Okay, this is from May the thirteenth. Okay, just went to cut something with a hashtag Stanley knife and thought taking too many strokes. To cut. Um, yeah. Left the safety guard on. Hashtag senior moment. Yeah. Just shows you how dumb I am. September the 4th. Overwhelming urge to tweet. Tweet, 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 Who put that bid seed in my cereal this morning? I know. Terrible, isn't it? And here's one from May the 29th. Uh, it's hashtag fossil Friday. Hey, mate, you've mm. just got up to 56 followers. Have I really? You've got up to 58 followers. On you've got 10 more followers in the space of a minute, and one of them's our very own Scott Balcony. Hashtag Fossil Ooh. Friday. No, can't be Friday again, can it? Ophthalmosaur Verts from Bedfordshire, UK. Larger one is 114 millimetres across. That's a big vertebra. If you send a picture to Justin Dealey... Oh, <laughs> Scott, please. Scott. Have you seen Indiana Jones? No. Okay. Well, Scott's saying you look like one of the um, the main character, one of the bad guys, one of the Nazis in Indiana Jones, and he's right. Actually, you do a little bit. It's kind of... Oh, do I? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Colin, uh, 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 Colin Holler, we'll, we we will check throughout the show and keep getting an update on your your followership. How does that sound? That sounds. Let's fine. see. You're Thank up to fifty nine, Colin. You're up to fifty nine. Whoa. Next target's 100. Wemmy. Hello. Hello, Wemmy, you all right? Yes, um, I'm listening to your medium wave band. 
Oh, I can. Would you be able to turn it off? Yep, I just um, I got echo in the background. <laughs> I know. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Oh dear. Sometimes this job is really. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Wemmy. Marvellous to have you on board. What would you like to contribute to the show? I, t- I just heard your longest drum and it went. <laughs> 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 I thought I was just you up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. 50, yeah 53 was... seconds of drum roll. Are you a drummer? Yeah. No, no. Are you a I roller? Used to, I used to be a cab maker. A what? A cabinet maker in Burke Hampstead. Ma- making what? Cabinets? Yeah, uh, furniture, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what's uh, the best... Uh, here we go. <coughs> what's the best um, uh, chisel? Um, the be- bevel edge. The bevel edge chi- chisel, of course it is. Correct, yeah, and then uh, yeah, that's yeah. the correct answer. Yeah, great, great. No, I always listen to you, but it's always um, cheerful. It's not very good today, is it? That's no, not bad, not bad. Did you hear that bit when I was talking about a really horrible story and then we had a guest on that didn't know anything about the story? Yeah, that's right. That, that was awkward, wasn't it? Now, do yeah, you do you like awkward bits like that? Yeah, it's funny, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Anyway, you, about a phone, right? Huh? Where can you hear a phone? What? Where can you hear a phone in Hertfordshire? Where can you hear... Have I... Hang on a second. I'm just going to put you on hold for a second. The phone will go silent. You won't be able to hear what we're saying. Okay. Not talking about you, um, no. but I'll be straight back, okay? So you won't be able to hear anything. Is that all right? Yeah. Don't go anywhere. What the flipping heck is this nut job banging on about? Where can you get hear a phone in Hertfordshire? Have I mentioned that, or is maybe he just a lunatic? Maybe it's a joke. Who put this? Who put yeah, it's it? a joke. So, oh. well, Wemmy, can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, this new it's system it's don't true. work. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'll go, tling, 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 tling. Hello? Yeah, hello. Is Wemmy there, please? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, yeah. But you called me. I know. That's why I'm... I know, the thing is, I was just thinking of you. That is that is trippy. I was that's how I knew because I haven't got caller ID on this phone, and you rang and I said it was Wemmy there, and it was you. Yeah, that's right. How, how did I know it was you? Yeah, you just phoned me. No, you phoned me. I know, I did. Anyway, back to this thing. Where can you hear a phone in Hertfordshire? That's right. I don't. You it? N- um, no. <laughs> well, it's people. <coughs> you know, a place called Tring. And if you take the T off, you've got ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring? Yeah, it's like ring, ring. Ring, ring? <laughs> yeah, ring, ring. Ring, ring? <laughs> Did you just say ring, ring? Yeah, it's like, you know... Oh, I've been caught for that. Yeah, I, I must go, because um, I'll get my tea. OK, then. OK, cheers. Anyway, all the best. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Guys, I like this show, I like this podcast, but what the kids want, they want to end on an upbeat song. Yeah? So should we all sing along, guys? Yes, yes. yes. What's it called? Yeah. It's Sloppy Jack and his song, So Called Islamic States. Here we go. Join in when you feel like it. They should fully study the sacred Quran. They should fully study the sacred Quran. Five. 
Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 